Okay, we're we're recording. <laughs> All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And, and we, we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. It says you invited me to your room. <laughs> oh gosh. My goodness. I was like, yes, I will come to your room. This is so funny where I am right now in this parking lot. Well, I was thinking when you said how you were parked, it reminded me of when you had to park at the airport that time. You're now but except for now you're that car. Now I'm that car. But there's all these other cars doing it now too since I parked here. So <laughs> all, we're, I'm at Hobby Lobby, right? Yeah. And 45 minutes away because I wanted to buy decorations. And it's just not my kind of place to begin, like, area. Um, and this is why I don't go shopping. <laughs> so now I'm like, am I even going to go into this place? Look at all these cars are, turn, like, doing the same thing. Like, look, they're all just, they're like, like oh, we can park over here? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the best weekend to go shopping. No, dude, no, this is a no. ridiculous idea. No. But we're getting a big, huge tree finally because we have that gigantic ceiling. And so I'm excited. And AJ is like living his best life right now in the magic. And it's just, he was like singing all the Christmas songs this morning. And so we're doing it all today. I love that. I, I keep feeling like this is maybe our last year to really enjoy it like this with our boys. So I'm soaking it up too. So I know. Um, so how are you? Well, I'm just wonderful besides sitting here. I'm in my, I'm down the basement, but I have my shoes on just in case I see a mouse. Cause I'm going to have to run. Cause there's another one. <laughs> I thought you clarified that you cannot live in these conditions. I did. I told him I can't live like this. He caught the mouse, but then he caught another mouse. And that just means there's probably more mice that I don't know about. Cause I never it's saw all, the other one. Oh, it's a whole mice family. And Harrison said, Oh, yeah, I saw a mouse in the freezer room like a month ago, but I didn't want to tell you because I knew you'd freak out. And I'm like, well, I'm freaking out now. <laughs> Maybe it's like Cinderella and they're all singing oh. and dancing in their little <laughs> wall space. Can't deal. Can't deal. Oh, my goodness. Well, everyone hopefully had a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving was good. Stellan's here. So that just like, it doesn't matter what we do or what happens as long as he's here and all three of my kids are in the same place, then I'm happy. I know. I love it so much. And are all four of them there? Yeah. All four of them are here. I have four boys. Brayden's here. My nephew's here. Um, We have a, my husband's um, friend, his hunting buddy actually passed away. I think it's been two years ago now of cancer. And so his son is here. He always comes for a weekend um, to hunt. So they've been, Dove hunting, deer hunting, rabbit hunting, um, all the kinds of hunting. So it's all happening. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yay. All right. So here we are again, trying this out. 
trying yeah, to... Yeah, we don't know if we're going to... So four, four times live, we'll see what happens, but we may go back to just recording like we always recorded. Yeah. Um, I'm proud of us, though, because this is our second ep or second recording in one week because we were behind. So <laughs> yes. we didn't even know if we were going to make it here, but, but here we are. <laughs> Since our Monday episode came on Tuesday, mm, what's yes. happening here is that we have the ability to do this and be flexible, but then we're like... Hmm. Maybe we're being Maybe a little, little bit too, too flexible. flexible. <laughs> Joe's like, you guys, okay. Hey, uh, did you guys record yesterday's episode? Did we Working on it. Yet? We're getting there. <laughs> Yay. Well, I wanted to share a little bit, and I know it's good. I don't know if you say it's good timing, but I shared how I'm not drinking at all, and I've been using this app called Reframe, and all of the... <laughs> that sounds terrible. All of the other times that I've quit drinking, um, in this journey that I've had, I have never gone to AA. I don't even want to walk into the room. And I don't know if that's just like that I'm not aware or ignorant to the process altogether. Um, but it just doesn't fit me. It's just my, like, it's just in my thoughts already. So I feel like with anything else, if you go into something with that thought that it's probably not going to be very successful. So, um, one of the things is like, and I know we've talked about it before is kind of like, well, you have to decide or, you know what I mean? Like it's either right lane or left lane, like either you decide to, or you, you know, either you change it or you're choosing and that kind of a thing. And one of the things that I've really been sharing just in general, especially with you is I'm like, gosh, I just don't seem to have that much joy. However, when I was not drinking, I was so happy. I had tons of joy. And so one of the things about this reframe app that is so wonderful is every day it's about five minutes long and it comes up with these steps and it teaches you like the first part of the day is teaching you like, well, this is what alcohol is. This is what alcohol does to your brain. This is, you know, this is, um, what happens to whatever. So I'm going to share a little bit, just a tiny bit today, um, specifically kind of about like gray area drinkers, which seems to be when I am, not drinking and when I'm sharing with my audience or whatever, my friends, my mm -hmm. followers, mm -hmm. um, that seems to kind of be where so many people are. It's like, they don't know if they're a problem drinker or if it's mm -hmm. just, you know, but it seems like it's a very mental battle and it right. is. Right. And there's like the science behind that. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that today. And I think I don't know if I want to say levels, but like, obviously there are people that wake up and drink vodka for breakfast. Right. But there's also like, that's clearly a problem, but there's also the people who only drink socially, but they're always the last one drinking or they're the ones that always, you know, <laughs> want the group to drink. Like maybe they wouldn't have drank, but then you show up and then everybody wants to drink or you, you kind of, you know, want everyone to drink with you. Um, and then there's everything sort of in between, like, um, you know, like uh, alcoholism really runs in my family and, but everyone was kind of different in the way that you two, yeah. In the way that they, yeah. they kind of did it. And also like my ex-husband, um, God bless him, love him, but he, he just had a drinking problem and, um, but it was very different. It was like, he's still a social drinker for the most part, but it's like, he wouldn't stop, you know, like when everyone else went to bed, he would continue going. And um, I think when it begins to cause lots of problems in your life, um, that's when you kind of have to step back and be like, okay, is this a problem? Or yeah. can I stop if I wanted to, you know, like you start to just get curious and ask yourself some questions. 
Yeah. And I think that's why for me, it was like sober curious. It's like for me and now realizing even more just in the last couple of weeks, more than I have in, in the many times that I've gone through this process is it's just like, for me, um, drinking was almost like my best friend. Mm. Do you feel like, sorry to interrupt you, but for me, I'm just like, what comes up when you say that to me is like, do you think sober curious is a term that allows you to be sober or not? Right. I think sober curious allows you to do exactly what I did. It's not picking a lane. It's not picking a lane. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm not going to drink for six months. And I did that. Mm -hmm. And then it was like to the day it was almost six months that then I did drink. Yeah. It's like being on a, it's like being on a diet, like a challenge, like, okay, I'm on this six week challenge or I'm on sober October or whatever. But then like for me at the end of a a challenge, like, you know, the shred or something, it was like, but I was like planning my meal, right. I was planning my cheat or whatever to end the challenge. So if you're, if you're on a sober journey that ends with getting drunk, like (laughs) that's probably not the the goal, but, but on the other hand, and you saw that. On the other so hand, it's a, it is a good way to, to gauge like, okay, did I, okay, I did that for a month. How did I feel? How did my life change? Did my family yeah. notice a difference in me? Right. So it's not a bad thing, but I do see how it could be, you know, problematic too. Yeah. In that way. For me also, I was in a really good place where I didn't even want to drink, but then like Chad was drinking and it, I don't think it works. It's, I feel like it's kind of like politics where it's like, cause we both have, you know, family history. There are, you know, not to say his whatever, but it just doesn't work that way. And, um, I didn't want to drink. It didn't bother me if anyone else was drinking, but you know, it bothered me if he was drinking. And so, um, then I got back into a place where then I, you saw it like when we went on our little thing like that day I was like okay I'm gonna drink today but then it's sober October tomorrow and so I drank a lot of really high you know alcohol beer and then I'm like passed out you know it's like and you said too like I don't I don't love that you and you have never really seen that of me and that's just who I was for so long and so you know for me like for a long time, I could just drink once a week and have just a couple of drinks. And, you know, it's kind of like when it's not like that always, and there probably is a problem. And then listening back to this interview I just did with positive recovery, I'm like, holy cow, man, like I have really come a long way. Thank goodness. I mean, because just openly talking about it and all of the drugs and all of the other things and, you know, how far I have come, but I'm like, but it still is the one thing that I, you know, it's still this thing hanging over your head that you're constantly questioning. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? Should I be doing this? Should I not be doing it? And for me, we like chatted a little before we got on here and it may appear that like, Oh, I don't have an issue with drinking because I am the person who, if we like go to dinner once a month, I have a drink maybe yep. two, but never more than two. And the truth of the matter is that I do, I don't have a good relationship with alcohol and I don't like myself. And the thing, what really changed me is my husband. Like I didn't want to show up for him. Like I'd shown up for everybody else. I wanted to be a better person. And I knew that what needed to go was drinking. Yeah. And I just watched it destroy so many lives around so me. Many. And like, 
the level of self-hatred that I had when I was making bad choices, they all happened when I was drinking. It was never like I was like sober Kristen, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like that's not when those things happen. You know, for me, yeah. those things happen at two o'clock in the morning when you've been drinking since, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and that was really a part of which was like, very normal for both. Of yes. Us. Me. Too. I mean, <laughs> listen, we're from little tiny towns in the Midwest. It is very normal for everything you do to revolve around drinking. And everything. like for the only, if you go out, it's to the bar. And sometimes yep. like for, it was uptown to the bar, right? Like, yeah. um, <clears throat> so I, I feel like, like just part of our, how we were raised, like you're at the campground, you're drinking, you're, you know, yep. it, it's just like, there's nothing to do in small towns. You go, like, maybe you go tube down the river with a cooler of beer, like everything, everything. you do, road tripping, that's horrible. But everything. like that, we did drinking in the car all the time. Yeah, drinking yeah. in the car. Um, so I don't know, I, I think that, gotta find a way to get a little more creative <laughs> I, yeah. I mean if you're if you're living in one of those towns and it's something that you want to try and get away from right like some people really can just do it like my sister is so much fun but she doesn't have any kind like she'll drink with people for fun and then can totally shut it off and it's not like yeah. something she doesn't crave it she doesn't need yeah. it um and she's just you know, the best time. And I'm just a disaster. So it's like, no, I, I can't. I, I don't want that. Right. <laughs> and typically I'm the best time and super fun and, you know, or you, then so I'm... I will say you were, you were not, not a good time. It's just, I'm increasingly, I notice just more and more uncomfortable yes. around drunk people. And that's yep. because of what I've seen it do to people. Right. Yep. And I, I just don't want that for the people that I love. And I also yep. just, don't want to be around it. I've been around it enough in my life that I want nothing to do with it. Even if I love you the most, I don't want yep. to be around you if you're drunk. I just Well, can't. and that's the thing too, not that I'm judging other people, but I specifically watch people's children because for me, that's the number one motivator for me to be sober mm -hmm. is that because it does run in my family and because it does run in Chad's family and because it's kind of like all, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I want to be the one to break that, you yeah. know, and AJ, you know, he's all about the not drinking. Like he's yeah. excited. He's like, we can help so many people, you yeah. know, and that right there, just that, that's what matters. And yeah. my, my nephew graduated last summer and I flew home for his graduation party mm -hmm. and I had a beer and I like literally brought my own special beer. Cause I knew yeah. I was going to have one and it's the only thing I would drink. Right. Yeah. Um, and my son Stellan was there and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never seen this before. What are you doing? And I literally just stopped and thought, thank you, God. He doesn't remember a thing. I know. Because, dude. oh my gosh, thank God. Because that certainly is not the first time you ever saw me drink a beer. But it made me feel really good because that means that Asher's not going to have a memory like that. Oh. You know, he's not going to, I don't have to ever feel like, oh my gosh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm yeah. just like, I was like so happy like that my 17 year old was like, whoa, what are you, my, my mom yeah. drinking a beer, right? Because they just don't see that. We just d don't, yeah. that's not the way we, we just don't. Yeah, we live. And I love that. And mm -hmm. that is huge. And you should be so proud because, you know, when I say it's like my best friend, it's like through all of the years, through all of the relationships, through, you know, like every relationship I had was revolved around drinking too. Mm -hmm. Every relationship, every, yep. you know, whatever. And luckily, you know, I still have great people in my life that were a part of the drinking that it that's not the only reason they're part yeah. of my life um but definitely almost all of the pain that I have had mm -hmm. 
yeah. comes from that, Stems right? From, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this just little part that I wanted that was really important for me to point out is because, you know, like I say, a lot of times it's like, well, either you do or you don't, you know, and it is not, it's not that black and white. So speaking of gray area drinkers, like it's not like willpower, it's just not that easy. And so the direct impact that alcohol has on our bodies and the production of serotonin, dopamine, and cortisol, which are happiness, mood, anxiety, and stress, right? I am diagnosed with anxiety, stress disorder, you know, like all of those things. You have definitely seen it um, in times with even this podcast or of me forgetting what I'm going to say, um, how embarrassing that is. Or it's like when I started taking the mushrooms, I was like, oh my God, thank God my brain. But it was like, okay, well, if I'm taking the mushrooms and thank God my brain and I can remember what I'm saying, but then I'm only drinking once a week. Yeah, yeah, but then that Friday night when I am drinking, I can easily drink 14 beers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it stills in your body for a week. Um, and so what happens? It depresses and slows down your nervous system, right? It impacts part of the brain that drive pleasure, decision-making, motor skills, and cognition. Um, the most affected organ of your body from alcohol is your brain. It's not your liver. That happens over time. It is your brain. Um, and so specifically dopamine is the neurochemical that reinforces pleasurable experiences, right? So for me, or when I've said to you, like, God, I just don't feel like I have the joy that I used to have. It says that alcohol produces a quick flood of dopamine, right? Which overloads the brain and makes it think that alcohol is more important than like food or sex or any mm -hmm. other pleasurable experience that you have. So... It's like, it makes sense. Like when I didn't drink for almost two years and when it was six months of completely no alcohol, I did have that joy back again. You know, yeah, cause you're I just was... numbing yourself. You're numbing your senses. Yeah. yeah. You're numbing everything in your training. That's another cool thing about this is like willpower is not just that easy. However, there are so many tools. There's so many things. Um, mm -hmm affirmations, using an app like this, reading the books like I was doing for a while, um, mm -hmm. seeing if AA works for you. I do know a person right now that's very new into her sobriety. I was sharing with her how I didn't think AA was the thing for me. And she's like, oh my God, it, it's what saved my life. You know, so right, right. It's, and you know, hear so many people with that story. Like I listen to Armchair Expert all the time. Dak Shepard talks about constantly AA. And you know, I think there's so much Jesus in AA, so I love yeah. that. And also things like Celebrate Recovery that are, you yeah. know, having out of churches. And so it's really a personal journey, right? It's what works for you. And it's even if you don't think something's going to work, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try it, right? You, right. <laughs> you may have something in your head like, oh, that's not going to work for me. And sometimes yeah. you can talk yourself into that or out of it, right, by just yeah. the thoughts that you have. But also don't knock it until you try it, right? And it could just <clears throat> really be like maybe I wasn't a hundred percent fully ready. Maybe that's why True. I kept saying my sober curious. You were so resistant. Yeah. Instead of my sober. You did say, yes, you did say, I've never said that I'm an alcoholic. Like you don't use those I don't. words. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's something that you've just been resisting yep. saying because that almost means once you've said those words and you've drawn that line, then that changes something about your life. And then you don't just go forward. Like, if people heard you say you're an alcoholic and then the next night they see you drinking, you know, at the whatever, right. <laughs> like then yeah. there's some accountability in that. Right. Yeah. Where if it's just, Oh, she's super curious. She's drinking tonight. Like it's not such a, 
don't know. There's yeah. not as much accountability in that with yourself or with other people. Yeah. Or if you say you're an alcoholic, then you're just an alcoholic who's drinking. Right. Mm -hmm. It is also, you know, it's like, it is, it is a drug. Alcohol is a drug and it is the only legal drug in many, many, many places. And, you know, it's very dangerous. Um, you know, I never got pulled over or was close to harming other people's lives from smoking a joint and driving down the road. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I don't know why I laugh about it now, but I mean, honest to God, listening to that podcast that I just did, I just did the interview. And then you still forget the things that, you, that I forgot some of the stuff that I even said. And then I was just like, wow, there was so much. Yeah. It's a lot, but crazy, crazy. But yeah, here we are. it really is. Well, I'm, yeah, here we are. Mm. I'm just, I'm so proud of you because you clear like it doesn't you don't just keep pushing it away it keeps coming back to you and there's a reason and i mean i feel like that's god like he's not gonna allow right. you to just you know continue to push it away he's just gonna he's like back. hello hello yeah it's like that real world is like ding, 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 ding. yes exactly yes yes it keeps me very accountable to talk about it too because then that keeps me strong it keeps me strong for other people and i've said that a lot of times in many different things in life like if you can't show up for yourself show up for the other people first or you know whatever but now especially having spoken to aj about it i mean yeah. i can't I'm not yeah, there's no more, head. no bigger accountability than that. And especially the way he reacted, like you have to see that they're like, he clearly wants that for a yeah. reason. Like if it didn't bother him that you drank, he wouldn't have been jumping up and down and so excited. Right. Like, yeah. So that yeah. was him telling you without those words that mommy, I don't yeah. like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And he does, he's your motivator in everything you do. So I, I believe without a doubt that you'll be able to do this. And I love how excited you are about it and how, much yeah. you're looking forward to it. And honestly, I mean, it changed not drinking. I mean, think how people age when they're drinking. Like oh, we're know. in this business of like, I know now that I'm beautiful reversing and... an age. That's like, right? and so many other reasons, like me having the genes that I carry for breast mm -hmm. cancer and you yeah. know, all of that. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's time to go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I disappeared. For a <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah, for real. <laughs> We're leaving. Yeah. And you have had a lot, you know, like you said, like loss and yeah. Yeah. Well, so I was going to, yeah. So November 15th was, we just not celebrated, commemorated um, a year since my cousin Chad's passing and I didn't share the story and I'm still not going to share the story because it's not mine, but I mean, he died. Alcohol is what took him from us at such a young age. Like we grew up like brother and sister. He was only two years older than me mm -hmm. and to watch him struggle and to the, the feelings and the, the pain that the people who loved him went through, yeah. like, it's just, it's just, it, and he, I know he couldn't help it. But that's also very hard for people to understand when they're like doing everything. We did actual interventions like you see on TV and he went to like the best treatment centers in the country and, you know, had supportive, loving family also had a lot of hardship. I'm not going to yeah. take that away from him because yeah. his life was hard and the, the cards that he was dealt were so unfair. But also I was just like, okay, but like, come on, you know, like you have a daughter and, you know, like we're doing everything we can to help you. And it was just like, it was a roller coaster. It makes you see 
how truly difficult it is to get people help who, who desperately need help. Mm -hmm. um, it is terrifying. Like we, we knew this phone call was going to happen. You know, you did, but, but you also never believed that yeah. it really would. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just such a sad ending and such a sad way to live. He had the mo he was valedictorian. He was never got, he never got a B. He never even had an A minus. It was so annoying. Um, but he was just the most charismatic, handsome, funny, smart, successful, like none of that matters. When this yeah. like ravages you, when this is in your family, when this is a part of your genes, like it takes really concerted effort and like decision and reliance on God to me yeah. to be able to actually like slay the demon, right? And to be able to come out of it and stop. And, you know, someone who I love so much is in the middle of it right now, like has some time under the belt. And it's just like an everyday worry, but also right now an everyday comfort. Like one of the things I wake up and say, thank you, God, for, yeah. you know, for, for this, because what we all go through, let alone her. I mean, the pain, you know, that she deals with, um, you know, when, when she's in that and knowing you're letting your family down and the people who love you and no one wants that. Mm -mm. Um, but it's then just it makes it worse. evil, evil, evil thing. And the, the, the really hard part is that no one understands it. It feels like yeah. a choice. It feels like a choice to all the people around you. And the yeah. fact is that it's just, isn't true. And that's what I learned from, you know, like supporting the, the people in my life that have dealt with this is just that, like, I finally learned it's not a choice. To me, it feels like a series of choices. Like you were doing good right. and then you drove to the store and that you made this choice to do this yeah. and to buy this and to drink this. And like, it's not, it's just not, it's, it's the, the chemical makeup of your brain. And yeah. so, you know, you know, we don't, I don't know. It's just such a hard thing. Cause you, you know, um, like, Jake used to say to me like well would you be mad at me if I had cancer and I was like no but people who have cancer can't can't choose not to have it tomorrow and you know like it's just yeah. such a really <laughs> difficult thing to understand which makes it hard for people to have compassion for people with this problem yeah. and it is it's a disease it is not a something disease. anyone yeah. would choose for their life no one wants that no and I think it's covered up behind a lot of, you know, oh, being funny or making jokes about it or self-deprecating humor, but that's just pain. It's pain. And it's like hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, people with this or any, I mean, there's so many other things. It's not just alcohol. Alcohol actually seems to be, you know, even people that are like venture into other drugs and things like that, it's, they're not like choosing to smoke crack unless they're usually hammered or you know what I mean right, like right, right it right. usually is still stemming from that issue or starting there or you know whatever and um I know a lot of people used to tell me like well go to Al-Anon or you know so you can better understand why other people in your life yeah. drink or <laughs> you know whatever and sometimes I'm so glad to hear that because I I have heard you say like no it's a choice and I didn't realize that you had come to that you know because Mm -hmm. it is. That was very, that was a very recent revelation. I took this eight hour class, um, yeah. you know, several months ago. And that was the, of all the things that I got out of it, that's what I got. And that's what I needed. So I, I yeah. got exactly what I needed to hear. The thing resonated with me that, you know, that I so desperately needed because we had so recently lost Chad and I had a lot of anger about that. And like, yeah, couldn't understand how you couldn't just do the right thing you know like yeah you're so smart you're so freaking smart like why can't right. you just figure this out and it's not figure that. it out 
you have you a kid or this. you have kids <laughs> yeah. or you have that you have this amazing job like yeah that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that's so cool now is that there are so many people talking about it. It was yeah. very taboo to talk about having a drink of drinking. The problem. big, the family secret, right? Like the it was family secret. Big family secret. No one talks about it. And yeah, you don't know how many people you're helping by talking about it, but I think you're realizing it because yeah. you see how many people that, you know, reach out to you, whether it's privately or will publicly say it on, you know, one of your posts or whatever, or even just the people reading it that never say anything. Like you yeah. have to know you're helping so, so many people. Well, and somebody saw a picture or something of me with a beer and they're like, wait, you drink? Like, wait, when did this, I thought we were not. Yeah. Then I felt terrible. And so yeah. that's, I guess why I'm talking about it again is, you know, nothing, ter- nothing terrible happened, nothing, whatever. But like, I just, I also don't want people to be like, hold on. I've been trying so hard and you're just right. drinking now again. Right. What the hell? You know? So I, mean, I think that's part of the, calling it sober curious. I think you gave right. yourself an out yep. and now, you know, if you're just sober, mm-hmm. yeah. that's not, you know, there's no, yeah, it's, there's no gray area in sober. It's either you are or you're not. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, it has to be one or the other. And um, part of the reading that I read today, I posted it in the one group that I have that, of course, I wasn't talking in for six months because I was drinking here and there. Right. Um, but it was so in my mind, too, is it's people that are very strict on themselves or whatever. And, you know, not to say like, oh, it's OK that you went out and got hammered again. But it was just saying, like, you don't restart your clock or, you know, like if you had a slip up, you cannot dwell on it. It's like people that are you know, trying to lose weight, but they had a cupcake at the birthday party. You should have the cupcake at the birth. I'm not saying you should go and you should, you know, whatever, but it's like giving yourself grace along the way and, and just, just deciding like either you decide or you don't. And I know for a very long time, I was the gray area drinker, but I know that for 20 some years, I would have this internal conflict within my brain almost every single time. And so that's, that's a sign, you know, that's the Holy Spirit, and, right? Like just tugging yeah. at your heartstrings, like this isn't what we want for you. Like this isn't what, what I had planned for you, you know, and right. maybe what he had planned for you was exactly what's happening right now that you can share your story and you can, and that, that's just one of those things where it's like, well, I couldn't see it in the moment. Like you couldn't see yeah. it when you were in jail for a DUI. You couldn't see it when, you know, whatever, whenever, whatever, sitting in your, um, you know, your house all by yourself when AJ was gone and you were continued to drink, you couldn't see what God had planned for you at that point. Yeah. But now looking back on it, you can see the bigger picture and what the purpose was in all of it. 12 days in jail had zero impact on me. Like mm-hmm. thinking like, Hey, when I get out of here, I sh- it, definitely made me say I'm never going to drive again drunk. Yeah. Well, but it had zero, (laughs) yeah, had zero impact on me saying like, Hey, maybe this isn't for me. I mean, you just weren't in a time in your life, number one, or a place or surrounded by the people that would have been conducive to living a life that was sober. And now you are. Yeah. And also we're like, old. I know now like know. we got <laughs> and there's so much time for AJ to be like he's so little he, he could he these he could be selling one day seeing you drink yeah. a beer and be like what you drink like, a beer 
right right because there's there is there's so much time and we were chatting about too this is um holidays i know i'm just turning the air down are very i'm sweating a little bit usually i'm not the sweater (laughs) yeah right um oh it's 68 it's pretty beautiful here um holidays are very hard and even with some of these people that i know are very new into their journey um you know i just want to like say a prayer over you if if there's anything you guys need even if you don't know us please reach out to us um holidays can be so hard for people um and well just in general right like holidays can just be hard in general like people have like so much baggage or family trauma or you know drama within their family and with or without drinking being an issue like yeah the holidays can be really freaking hard and also like if, if it is a drinking thing like you're forced into all sorts of situations where alcohol will be at the forefront. And so that's like Don't a decision go. you have to make every day. And if, yeah. And if that means you just have to say, no, I'm sorry. Yep. That's okay. you got to look out for yourself. Yeah. You're not Born. obligated to show up to a company party or a, you know, whatever it might be. If it's going to be something that completely de- derails you. Right. If it triggers you even thinking about it again, there's your sign, mm-hmm. um, you know, reach out to people, I mean, there's so many people maybe that even until you kind of talk about it or open up about it or, you know, just say like, hey, I'm struggling, you know, probably many of the other people in your circle are in that same moment and would appreciate you, you know, being honest about that. Um, Otherwise, fine, you know even though we just talked about the dopamine and the things and that alcohol sometimes seems like it's the only thing that can make you happy. Or if you know, like I knew for so long that alcohol, maybe it made you happy for the first drink or, you know, whatever, but the ultimate goal was to forget or to numb or not feel, but, but unfortunately it's not really not feeling because it's either, it's either you're super high when you're drinking or you're super low. Yeah. You know, it, yes, it's fun. And yes, maybe you forget, you know, the hard things that are happening in your life. But at the end of the night, you're still left with yourself. Yeah. Or the you're morning. miserable in the morning. Yeah. You, wake you up wonder, so like, I think that's huh. part of what my, my hatred of Sundays and why I feel still so triggered by a Sunday is because, you know, I would w- every Sunday morning, wake up hungover, ashamed, um, yeah. guilty. I would have to go get my kids back on Sunday morning. And when that should have been happy, it was, I was, I was miserable. Yeah. I was, I was hung over and, you know, feeling terrible and waiting for the phone calls to start of what you did last night. And, you know, it was family day for everybody. And I was single just with my kids and man, that, yeah. it's still a trigger for me. You know, yeah. I have a hard time on Sundays. So. And isn't, yeah. It's, that's interesting to think about. Like, what you were going through with the food too and as you're talking I'm relating so much of it to my eating disorder yeah you know it's just like when you even just saying the word trigger like I was so triggered on Thanksgiving like yeah knowing I was going to eat all that food that late at night and like it was a trigger and I asked Jonathan to take the scale out of I'm like I just need not to see yeah but he forgot and then I saw and then you know (laughs) but also (laughs) but it's it's fine I'm eating I ate like I saw this thing yesterday like um, good morning. Just remind a reminder that no matter what you ate yesterday, you deserve to yeah. eat today. Yeah, wasn't that <laughs> you know? awesome though? Yeah, same yeah. thing with like people mm-hmm. talking about sobriety. Same thing with food, and 
it is so important. Like it is okay that you had all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, you know, I was listening to a podcast on the way here about sobriety, actually two ladies. And um, the one was saying like, they're, you know, bipolar ran in her family or the other one was like, yeah, man. She's like, I was like literally going to the psychologist saying, can you diagnose me with like, you know, anything? Can, mm-hmm. can you just diagnose me? Because it certainly cannot be the alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Like, don't mm-hmm. tell me it's the alcohol. Something's right. wrong with me. That's right. why I'm drinking. Right. Put me on the medication. Kind of like me once a month. <laughs> Something's <laughs> wrong. I need, I'm going to need Something medicine. Something is wrong. We do know it is is the woman thing, (laughs) but she was saying like, you know, on all of these different medications and, you know, and that's why, I mean, it's not ironic that I'm a holistic provider because, you know, this is the way that I've been able to fix my brain Mm -hmm, is by mm -hmm. using herbs because I've been on the meds. I've been on the thing. It's it's no surprise that that's what drew you in because that's why I wanted to be a life coach so I could figure myself out. Yeah. It wasn't even, it wasn't even like driven by wanting to help other people, even though I thought that was it, but yeah. having done it looking back now I see like, no, I just needed, I was trying Look to help myself. Tools. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted that toolbox for myself because oh. life's hard, you know, life's hard. And to be able to figure it out and have these tools to fall back on was truly what I, that's what I was looking for. So, yeah, I love that. But you yeah. have already helped so many people on the way and, you, I say it all the time. Like you are my therapist. Like, <laughs> I should probably start paying you here eventually, but yeah, but therapists um, don't mess, normally uh, commiserate. Like I, I shouldn't yeah. be coming back and being like, Oh yeah, well this happened. <laughs> right? like, not exactly I what I learned. <laughs> I know, but it is such you. I have always said that though. You're so good with words. So it's something perfect for you too. And I know you probably didn't want to bring it up, but I want to bring it up because <laughs> Tis the season, and there's no better day than today, <laughs> or tomorrow, or Monday. Okay. But we have both been so blessed again <laughs> with the business, and um, we've had a lot of people asking, like our team, our teammates, and stuff like that, about the business. And one thing I wanted to point out that's so cool about this, and I kind of have touched on this before, um, but we don't have to prospect to our business right? Because of our two-sided business and the customer referral program and stuff like that. So people that genuinely do want to join us, like want to join us because they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I love this collagen. I'm already sharing it with my friends. I've never asked a single person. No, I, it's I incredible. have a whole team of people and I've never asked a single person. They all ask me, yeah. which is good for me. <laughs> it is like, I'm not going to be yeah. the person to be prospecting anybody. No. And um, it's great. Just, yeah. And it's exciting. So anyways, tomorrow night, if you're listening to this Monday, there will still be time for you to um, jump in, but um, we are creating just an event. It will just be for a couple of days, um, just explaining and giving information on that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to join us, we're awesome. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, you're awesome. I'm so proud of you. And I'm sure just this conversation helped lots of people. And um, I'm proud of you for just being open and honest and talking about it. And I thank you. Pray that this is the time. And I really feel like it is. Me too. And yeah, I think it's going to change your life in lots of, you know, really wonderful ways. And especially AJ's. So thank you so much. Thanks for being in my corner. You betcha. All right, everybody.
Happy, I, love you. I was going to say happy Monday, but that doesn't make sense. Happy Monday, Depending Saturday. You're <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Love you. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.